Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 Bobby part five, covering more ground, but eventually I think once we get out of the nineties, she stops having so many detailed. Yeah. I I feel like she kind of took a step back after the nineties to let the younger crowd have more storylines. And she was around as, you know, a nurse and as grandma and all that kind of stuff, but she just wasn't at the forefront of everything like she had been. Well, she did leave the show for a few years, didn't she? Did she? I don't know. I feel like there was a couple years that she was just not there. Maybe, but then again, maybe it was just like the every now and again, not really there, but not really gone. Yeah. So I started something. So I just used um, Curly Q Girl and I started something a little different this time that I don't know why we didn't start doing this forever ago. Because how many times do we get sidetracked by, oh, and this was going on then too. And this was going on. Why don't we just address that straight off? Maybe once or twice that's happened. I mean, you know. (laughs) an episode. So I notated at least at the beginning, other storylines that were going on at this time. So this is when Ned was starting to live his double life as Eddie Maine and was falling in love with Lois. But then Ned Ashton was trying to seduce Catherine Bell for her ELQ influence and everything. So we've already done a 411 about that. Mm-hmm. The Ray Conway murder investigation, we only touched on because that was part of Karen's story. Yep. But I don't think we completely discussed his murder. No. Kevin realized that Ryan had killed their mother and was talking to him about that. Mm -hmm. Karen and Jagger got engaged and married during this. And do you know that the motorcycle that they rode off into the sunset on was a wedding gift from Alan? Oh, no. Because he had just had that accident. And so you had mentioned when we covered Jagger 
you know, because he had just been in an accident. So let's get right back on the bike. It was a gift from Alan. So that's how they got the bike. Yeah, I did not realize that. Lucy and Kevin started dating. Aww. Yeah. And there was a lot. And I mean, I think we talked about this with the deception and Eddie Maine was also, this is when like she was trying to get back deception, you know, ELQ kind of wanted to acquire deception. All that stuff was going on because we also talked about it. We'll talk about Damian Smith a lot more this time, but we talked about that briefly with, I think it was with just deception that we also talked about Damian. I feel like there was something else that he we brushed on him with. Oh, maybe. Oh, you know what? It also would have been um, the cartel, I think, was yeah. going on at this time, wasn't it? Right. And whenever we talked about Lois before, we mentioned Damien was around then because that was the same time, like we just said. So, And then Lucky found a stray dog that Laura wouldn't let him keep. And I know that we did a 411 about the pets on the show. Oh. We missed a lot on Foster. There's yes. so much of Foster like sprinkled in this that we need to do an entire 411 about Foster sometime. <laughs> about a dog. Yes. But uh, we will get started in 1994. So we ended 1993 with Lucy and Damien were talking about having a bet or a deal where he seduces a woman of her choosing and she chose Bobby as the target. And so Damien got to work. And it's funny. So I was actually playing around with AI this week. Uh-huh. It's crazy. So you can take like all this text and put it in something and say, rewrite. And oh, so it, I, I can't decide when or if I want to read what it did. <laughs> but the begin one of the options that it gave for the beginning of this was in the tapestry of poor Charles love stories, the threads of Bobby Spencer and Damian Smith intertwined briefly leaving a mark on their lives and the town's memory. It wasn't wow. a grand epic, but a nuanced tale of manipulation, betrayal, and unexpected consequences. Nice. There was, there's some things that are messed up. So like they say like she lost her son. Okay. There was also something that I looked at. Where is it? It, it is totally messed up. Cause it said that like she was with, Oh, uh, she guided Carly through turbulent relationship and teenage angst. And her patience and unwavering support became a cornerstone for her daughter. No. No. <laughs> that is not anywhere near no. the beginning of Carly and Bobby's story. Oh, that's so, funny. Yeah. So there's definitely. Oh, and it says that she was married to David Hamilton. Mm, I thought they were engaged. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Married? With handsome lawyer, Dr. David Hamilton. So the story here is fact-checked AI. Like, you cannot trust AI to just yeah. be accurate. <gasps> There's an attorney. I think he's actually being disbarred or sued because he had AI write, like, three of his depositions or something. I can't oh, remember wow. the whole thing. But it was, like, the AI cited cases that weren't real. You oh, know, my God. Or, right. So you still have to fact check AI, guys. Oh, that's funny. But I just wanted to play with it and be like, oh, what would it say about Bobby Spencer in 1994? But I like that little. Yeah, that intro is good. All right. So back to the mostly probably accurate write up is um, Lucy and Damien had been meeting for breakfast. And Lucy thinks that keeping busy will keep her mind off of Scott and the baby. So this is when Mm -hmm. this was Serena. Yep. 
He wants to know what her plans are for the day. Lucy wants to bounce ideas off him at deception, but she doesn't want to take time away from his time with the bet. He thinks it'll be easy to seduce Bobby. Keep in mind, she is still married to Tony at this time. And this was right after they got Lucas and they seem to be okay. Yeah. But Lucy thinks that it's going to be impossible. Bobby tells Luke about her encounter with Damien. So I guess they had had an encounter on the pier, but I couldn't really find the write-up. I did not watch anything, even though I so badly wish that I had, because I feel like these were such good scenes to watch. Uh, So they sit in the GH lounge and talk about Frank Smith finding them once again. So this was like shortly after Luke and Laura came back to town. Damien would like to know if there's anyone that Lucy hadn't been married to. And I really want to know what the context of that comment came from. So he wants to know if Tony is the jealous type. Oh, because wasn't she married to Tony for a minute? Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably where the context came from. He thinks it would be better if she would just sell him her shares which Lucy disagrees with. Bobby tells Luke about Damien coming on to her. And if she was able to get close to Damien, she could get information from him on Frank for Luke. Luke hates this idea. Bobby tells Tony about her plans to cozy up to Damien. Worried for Bobby's safety, Tony hates the idea. Good husband. Right. Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) And this was before we knew that Damien was Frank Smith's son, though. Right, right. So, I mean, he was already just giving off straight creeper vibes. Damien tells Lucy about his lunch date with Bobby. Lucy insists she knows Bobby and that Damien will never seduce her. Lucy interrupts Damien's lunch with Bobby. Oh, I guess he was telling her that he was going to be having lunch. And once Damien gets rid of her, he and Bobby get to know each other. Tony asks Monica of her opinion about Damien Smith. And Monica learns that Damien is Frank's son. That's crazy. January 12th through 19th. Tony wants to know all about Bobby's lunch with Damien. Bobby tells him that she didn't find out anything useful. Tony does not like her sharing her past with Damien, but she convinces him that it's all business. She learns that Tony told Monica that Damien is related to Frank. Catherine learns what a pivotal role Lucy has at the next board meeting for ELQ in regards to Damien's proposals. And Damien is informed by Sonny that Frank has started a mob war, mob war and now needs protection. Then January 20th through 26th, Ned and Damien try and hustle Lucy for her ELQ vote. Damien tells Ned that if he does decide to cozy up to Catherine, he needs to keep their goal in mind. So let's just keep track here. Lucy and Damien have a bet going that he can seduce Bobby for her shares of ELQ. Ned and Damien are working together on Ned seducing Catherine for her shares of ELQ. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just going to keep all the seducing bets in in track or in order. Do you have to um, seduce this many people at your job to get what you want? No, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. All right. I'm glad it's not part of the real world. No, and on the board of directors that I'm in, no, none of that. No. Oh, man. And then maybe you had a secret life that was way more exciting than I thought it was. No, I'm sorry. I do not have that exciting (laughs) of a life. (laughs) There's no secret seductions going on jd i have to go have dinner with this guy so i can seduce him to get information for you i'll be back right exactly <laughs> but then again i also don't have a brother that does nefarious business dealings that i might have to just help that's true that's intro. true <laughs> that i know of <laughs> there you go. so then 
Damien gets dressed up in a disguise, but Bobby catches him coming out of the hotel and he covers. They make plans to make to meet for dinner tonight. And Felicia is curious about what Bobby is doing with Damien when they meet for dinner at the Outback. January 27th through February 2nd, Bobby tells Tony she did not find out much from Damien. Damien tells Lucy that he definitely has a chance with Bobby to win their bet. Lucy wants to call the whole thing off. And I see this is where Lucy's actually being really nice to Bobby. Yep. She's like, yeah, no, you, you should not be doing this. Right. Um, Damien suspects Bobby is after information on his father. So he's on to her. Uh-huh. Damien wants a meeting with Alan and Monica. Lucy goes to Tony and asks about his marriage. She tells him about Bobby's dinner with Damien and warns him about what Damien is capable of. Lucy tells Tony that Damien and Bobby were the talk of the Outback the other night. So then Damien blackmails Alan and Monica with the Conway evidence. Mm-hmm. He wants their vote on his proposal at the next ELQ board meeting. So Tony questions Bobby about why she didn't tell him about her date with Damien. Did she not just tell him that they were going to be having dinner? I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that she told him about breakfast, but not dinner. Okay. Okay. So February 3rd through 9th, Bobby is planning a bachelorette party for Felicia at the grill. Luke wants Bobby to get Damien out of his hotel suite tonight. Bobby will have her hands full with Felicia's party, but agrees. Damien gloats to Lucy that Bobby called and asked him out this time. Bobby and Damien meet up for a drink and Luke breaks into his safe in the hotel suite. Luke is almost caught by Damien in his suite. He must have been out with Bobby very long if he's almost getting caught. Right. Felicia arrives at the grill for her party. Luke can sneak out of Damien's suite. Felicia is happy that Laura made it to the party. The ladies at Felicia's party compare chocolate with men. That must have been a good conversation. And yeah, this Lu- is where I'm like, I wish I watched this. Like, what right. are you saying? <laughs> Lucy asks Bobby about her date with Damien and warns her. Bobby suspects it was Lucy who went to Tony and planted ideas in his head. Damien tells Lucy she has been cheating by warning Bobby about him. Sorry, Damien. That's just how that goes. Uh, February 17th through 23rd, Damien sets up another date with Bobby. Tony thinks Bobby has planned an evening for them, but she is all dressed up for dinner with Damien. Lucy meets Kevin for the first time, and she flirts with him. Bobby and Damien get... What? Oh, shoot. That must have cut whenever I was... Oh, wait, wait. Bobby Bobby gives Damien a chilly reception when they meet for dinner at the Outback. Um, Damien somewhat strikes out with Bobby. Bobby returns home late to a waiting, angry Tony. They get into a fight, and she decides to sleep in the guest room. Oof, that's not good. Way to figure that out. So what I accidentally did there was I copy and pasted two sentences together halfway through another one. Yeah, that's fine. I got it. It just took me a second. Uh Damien gloats to Lucy that although it looks like he struck out with Bobby, it it only matters. It's only a matter of time before he gets her into his bed. Damien suspects that Bobby is tired of her routine and looking for fun. Lucy regrets picking Bobby. Tony asks Monica if she passed on the news, if she passed on the news to the cues that Damien is Frank's son. Sorry, I was trying to zoom, and at the same time, my screen was like, no, don't do that. (laughs) Um, Monica tells Tony that she dislikes Damien and finds him completely untrustworthy. Bobby and Tony go another round on Damien. Felicia learns Maxie has a fever of 104, and she wants to take her to GH. 
While Felicia waits for Simone to check out Maxie, she and Tony talk to Bobby and Damien. And then February 21st through March 1st, Damien tells Lucy he has a new plan for Bobby and he wants to invite Bobby to a weekend in Atlantic City. Simone tells Felicia that Maxie's test results show nothing conclusive yet. Ryan brings Maxie a stuffed bunny rabbit. Damien asks Bobby to Atlantic City to visit his sister Jennifer, a casino that she runs with her husband. Bobby tells Tony about Damien's invitation to Atlantic City, and Tony informs her that if she goes, she can expect to not come home to him. Like, duh, you cannot go away for a whole weekend with another man and think that your husband is going to be okay with it, no matter what the like point of the trip is. Right. Just how it goes. Uh, with Maxie's fever down, Simone gives the all clear for her to go back home. Bobby turns down Damien's invitation and apologizes to Tony. Well, I'm glad she got her like senses back there. We will have to watch this all again. Yeah. So then March 3rd through 9th, Lucy is ready for Damien to admit that he lost their bet. The deadline is up and Lucy wants one of her, wants her one share of ELQ stock that he owes her. Tony comes home to a romantic evening set up by Bobby. Damien tells Lucy that even though he lost the bet, he wants to continue seeing Bobby. He offers Lucy a double or nothing, two more months, and one more share of ELQ stock if he can't close the deal with Bobby. Damien tells Bobby that he is extremely infatuated with her. You ever had a guy say, I'm infatuated by you? No, no, no one's ever used that word. No. Bobby tells him to back off, but she does not seem to get through to him. Damien wants to honor the nurses of GH in a public way. He learns about how Bobby wants to revive the nurses' ball. Damien goes to Audrey, wanting to underwrite the entire cost of the nurses' ball, and he wants Bobby to chair the event. Audrey asks Bobby to chair the revived nurses' ball, but when she learns that the money for the ball came from Damien, she confronts him, telling him that she is not for sale. Damien apologizes, and Bobby does not want GH to suffer, so she agrees to think about chairing the ball. Bobby tells Tony that she wants to decline decline to chair the ball due to Damien's involvement, but he thinks that she should do it as it would benefit General Hospital. Right. The March 10th through 16th, Felicia wants to take Maxie back to the hospital as her fever has spiked again and she has a rash. Maxie is diagnosed with Kawasaki syndrome. Bobby arrives at the Spencers and wants to know why Luke and Laura are so calm knowing that Frank Smith is out of jail. Bobby tells Luke and Laura what Damien told her about his sister, Jennifer. Luke thinks that if they can get something on Jennifer, then they would have something to hold over Frank's head. Bobby offers to try to get the name of the casino Jennifer owns from Damien. Bobby learns the name of the casino and Luke and Laura make plans to visit Jennifer's Silver Dollar Casino. Do kids today even know what a silver dollar is? Probably not. We really had them, kids. They were actual (laughs) coins that were dollars or a half dollar. March 17th through 23rd, Lucy asks Audrey if she can co-chair the nurse's ball with Bobby. Bobby agrees to let Lucy help her with the nurse's ball. And Lucy is the one who has the idea to build the ball as a talent show. Ruby wants to make sure Bobby does. So what was the nurse's ball then before? I don't know. Because this is the first time we knew of the the nurse's ball. But what did Bobby think the nurse's ball was? I don't know. We will have to look into that. Because, yeah, I don't know. This was the first one I knew of. Just making a note. Okay. Because we did an entire 411 on the nurse's ball, too. Yeah. 
So then Ruby wants to make sure that Bobby does not give out any wrong signals where Damien is concerned. Here's the deal. She's telling everybody that she's basically hanging out with this guy to get info on him. Right. And he even suspects it. I don't know. Right. Uh, Luke and Laura head to Atlantic City. Laura is not looking forward to meeting up with Jennifer. Lucy Lucy learns that it was Tony who sort of pushed Bobby into the co-chair of the ball, despite Damien's involvement. Lucy learns that Bobby and Damien are having a meeting about the ball at Kelly's. Bobby tries to get more information about the Smith clan from Damien, and Lucy busts in on Damien and Bobby's meeting. When she shows up at his hotel room, Damien thinks Lucy is trying to seduce him. Damien turns down Lucy's offer to concede and call off the bet. Lucy thinks that he has fallen in love with Bobby, and Damien refuses Lucy's tempting offer. And then March 24th through 30th, Maxie's fever is coming down. There's a reason why I'm referencing the Maxie stuff. Lucy tells Kevin about the bet. Damien kisses Bobby outside of Kelly's. Lucy tells Damien that their bet has become destructive and evil. Tony tells Bobby that now that Luke has the goods on Jennifer, she will not have to see Damien on a personal level anymore, which is fair. Sounds reasonable. That's fair. That was the purpose of her supposed to be canoodling with him. Right. Um, I just don't understand why Lucy like went for the double or nothing. Like she was, she already wanted it to end and then she won, just walk away. And instead she's like, okay, I guess we'll double or nothing. And then they get into that bed and she's like, no, wait, I changed my mind. Well, what the heck? Because she's greedy. She wants the chance to have two shares instead of one. Well, she should have known better. Mm-hmm. So March 31st through April 5th, Bobby can't stop thinking about her kiss with Damien. Luke wants Bobby to get more information from Damien while they are collaborating on the nurse's ball. Tony blows his top. Luke tells Bobby to forget it, but she tells him she is more than capable of getting the information for him. Damien tells Catherine that her relationship with Ned better not blow any plans he has for ELQ. Tony agrees to give Bobby one final shot at getting information out of Damien. Bobby meets with Damien. He tells her that he knows she's trying to get information for Luke, but he doesn't care about her motives. She can't deny her feelings for him. Ugh, give me a break. Bobby tells Tony that her plan to get information was blown and that Damien saw right through it. Tony and Bobby show up at the grill for dinner. Tony gets paged by the hospital and has to leave. Well, again, my phone does not like me zooming. Uh, Damien ditches Lucy to go and join the all-alone Bobby. He is not convinced that she does not have feelings for him. Lucy is worried about Damien's determination. Kevin thinks Lucy is very attracted to the man she made the bet with. Kevin suggests that Lucy warn Bobby about Damien, and if she chooses to ignore the warnings, the consequences are on her. Lucy warns Bobby about Damien, but Bobby accuses her of being jealous. Damien lays it on thick with Bobby. He wants a weekend away with her to explore their feelings for each other, and Bobby needs time to think. No, no, don't explore feelings for some other man when you're married. April 6th through the 11th, Bobby forgets she invited Alan and Monica over for dinner and has to scramble. Tony learns how Bobby was part of Monica's plan to make Alan jealous of Rod. Tony thinks that surprise and secrets led to the trouble in their marriage. Later, Tony wonders if he takes Bobby for granted. Aww. Damien invites Bobby out, but she turns him down, saying she has plans with Tony at the Outback. Tony has to bail on his night out with Bobby due to an emergency surgery. 
and Bobby asks Meg to go with her when Meg ditches Bobby to hang out with Miguel at the bar. I don't remember Meg. I have no idea. I, like, obviously, I remember Miguel, but I don't remember Meg. Anyway, Damien swoops in on the now alone Bobby. Amy tells Tony that Bobby dragged Meg out of the outback with her. After Tony's surgery is canceled, he decides to join Bobby at the club. Bobby admits that she has tried to stop thinking about Damien, but she can't. Seeing Damien with Bobby holding hands, Tony decks him and drags Bobby out of the outback. The cues speculate about what happened between Bobby and Tony. Back at home, Bobby tells Tony that he humiliated her because um, it wasn't humiliating for her to be holding hands with someone else whenever everyone in the town knows that they're married. Right. Uh, he is paranoid and delusional if he thinks she's having an affair with Damien. After a major blowout fight, Bobby walks out on Tony. She goes to Ruby to spend the night. It's all just awful. April 12th through the 18th, Lucy learns from Felicia that Tony decked Damien. Bobby recounts her evening with Damien to Ruby, and Ruby thinks Bobby may have fallen into her trap. Lucy goes to the Brownstones to talk to Tony and finds out Bobby... Oh, and finds out that Bobby left. Tony knows she is with Damien right now. Ruby tries to talk some sense into Bobby. Lucy arrives at Damien's hotel suite to make sure that Bobby is not there. Alan lends an ear to Tony about his actions towards Damien and Bobby walking out. Ruby tells Bobby to not throw her whole life away for the likes of Damien Smith. Bobby blows her off, saying she has to go to work. She's always listening at Ruby. She's a very smart lady. Mm-hmm. Bobby tells Unless Monica, she's trying to force you into prostitution. Yeah, I mean, grown up. Yeah. Grown up Ruby. Okay. Not younger Ruby. Bobby tells Monica about how she was flirting with Damien to get information for Luke, and Monica thinks she is crazy to put her marriage in jeopardy for Damien. At GH, Tony apologizes to Bobby. They agree to talk privately in the cafeteria, and Maxie is released from GH. Bobby and Tony hash things out. Bobby wants to come home. Lucy butts into Bobby and Tony's conversation, saying she is thrilled that they are working out their problems. Bobby tells Lucy she is dropping out of the nurse's ball preparations, and Lucy suggests marital counseling to Tony. Oh my god. And she has the perfect person for him. Kevin. Poor Kevin. He's probably like, keep me out of your drama. Damien shows up at GH wanting to see Bobby. Bobby tells Damien to not contact her again. Damien does not want to withdraw from the nurse's ball. He offers to be, does not want her to withdraw from the nurse's ball. He offers to be a silent partner if she continues to chair the event. A package is delivered for Max, Maxie from Frisco. Luke finds out from Laura that Tony slugged Damien over his relationship with Bobby. Luke asks Bobby about her feelings for Damien. Luke goes to Damien wanting to know what his game is when it comes to Bobby. Luke wants, Luke warns him that if he makes any more grief for Bobby, he is in for more trouble than he ever dreamed possible. That big brother standing up. And then Damien wants, this is April 19th to the 25th, Damien wants Lucy to go out and have some fun with him. Bobby tells Monica that she's scared, that she can't put her feelings aside when it comes to Damien. Lucy suggests a vacation to Tony for him and Bobby. Damien tries to make Bobby jealous by having her see him with Lucy. Tony wants to take Bobby to a spa in Pennsylvania. I wonder which one. Uh, Lucy is teed off at Damien for using her to make Bobby jealous. 
Lucy wants Damien's help to get deception back. She wants him to buy it for her. Lucy threatens to expose the bet if he doesn't. When that backfires, Lucy tells him all she wants is a simple loan from him. Simone checks out Maxie and is concerned about her breathing. Maxie is diagnosed with pneumonia and she is suffering from congestive heart failure. Bobby can't stop thinking about Damien as she and Tony plan to leave for their vacation. And then April 26th through May 2nd, Damien tells Catherine that he wants ELQ to buy deception. Catherine is game to help him convince the Qs. Lucy tells Kevin about her plan to have Damien help her buy deception. Bobby and Tony arrive at the spa in Pennsylvania, as do Lois and Eddie slash Ned. Lois and Ned run into Bobby and Tony at the spa, and we talked about this when we did the Lois stuff. Ned covers with Bobby and Tony. Tony offers to take them to dinner. Ned tells Lois that performing tonight will be a problem for him, as Bobby and Tony are very well known in Port Charles. Ned plots with the spa manager to get Bobby and Tony away from his gig. The spa manager informs Bobby and Tony that they have won a contest for a very romantic evening. Much to Ned's relief, Tony cancels on the Cirillos for dinner. Uh, Maxie's pneumonia is still not up and her heart is getting weaker. I wish I, you know, like back in elementary school or middle school when you had to read around the room and you like planned out which paragraph was going to be yours. I should have done that when doing this. (laughs) (sighs) So May 3rd through 9th, Tony checks in on Felicia and Felicia tells Tony that Mac went to find Frisco. Monica tells Bobby that, and this is when Felicia and Mac were engaged for the first time. Mm -hmm. Monica tells Bobby that Maxie's blood is a rare recessive small P making it a hard to match, making it hard to match a donor. Tony wants BJ to be checked for the small P blood anomaly as it's genetic bobby tells monica that the weekend at the spa did not exactly get her and tony back on track and monica tells felicia about maxi's rare blood type damien feigns shock when lucy accuses him of stabbing her in the back about the deception deal monica tells felicia that maxi does not have much time if her lungs do not clear soon she will have to be put on a respirator Hmm. may 10th through 16th mac arrives at gh with frisco and frisco goes to see maxi Felicia wants Frisco to have his blood tested for the small P factor and Maxie's fever does break. Tony invites Frisco to stay at the Brownstone and BJ is thrilled to see her uncle. After returning to General Hospital, Frisco learns that he cannot donate any blood to Maxie because he's recently been exposed to malaria during his sojourn in Africa. Wouldn't that make you stop traveling? Like, I wonder if all other things aside, would Not Frisco, Frisco have been a match? was the only thing was that he had been overseas, you know? Right. If so, I feel like that would have kept you in your kid's life. Yep. (sighs) May 13th, it's the morning of BJ going on a field trip. Bobby dreams about Damien and the kiss that they shared. Luke tells Bobby that Laura is expecting a girl, so this is when we found out that we were getting Lulu. As Felicia prays by Maxie's hospital bedside, Frisco tells his ex-wife, how much he's missed her and their little daughter. Monica cautions Maxie's parents that the struggle right now is to keep Maxie's other organs functioning well enough to support her vital signs through the transplant surgery once a donor heart becomes available. Later at GH, Bobby admits to Damien that her overwhelming obsession with him leaves her thinking of nothing else. Tony finds Bobby and Damien, Damien kissing in the stairwell and throws him down the stairs. Yeah. 
after a bus accident in front of Mary Mays, which I didn't know that, Miguel brings BJ out of the bus wreckage. Amy rushes to find Bobby and Tony after BJ arrives at the ER in bad shape. In the aftermath of a bitter quarrel over Damien, Tony and Bobby are horrified to learn that their daughter was one of the victims of the school bus bus crash and is in critical condition. After personally examining his little girl in the ER, Tony realizes in despair how massive BJ's head wound truly is. Tony has flashbacks of BJ. Luke and Frisco talk about having daughters when Luke sees Frisco for the first time since his return. And Tony realizes that BJ is brain dead in a hot heart donor match for Maxie. He tries to get Bobby to accept it and approve the transplant. And Bobby says goodbye to Max or BJ. <laughs> I love you. It's not even written that detailed. Like you would think, and I've seen this. How many? Okay. <laughs> May 17th through 24th, Tony offers BJ's heart as a transplant for a dying Maxie. Monica's delight at hearing that a compatible heart has been found for Maxie turns to horror when she when Tony reveals that his daughter is to be the donor. Tony tells Monica about BJ's accident and being a match for Maxie, but doesn't want Frisco and Felicia to know that it's BJ's heart. Monica tells Frisco and Felicia that they have a heart for Maxie, but don't tell her about BJ. Bobby tells Monica that Tony caught her in Damien. Tony tells Lucy about BJ and she goes to pieces. Lucy talks with Alan about the transplant as he consoles his former wife. Tony spurs Bobby. Lucy tells Felicia about Bobby not knowing she Lucy tells Felicia about BJ not knowing that she doesn't know yet. I thought Felicia put it together when she saw Bobby. Oh, oh, she just told her that BJ died. She didn't tell her about the transplant. Okay. Tony says goodbye to his daughter and Felicia goes to see Tony and Bobby. Felicia tells Mac that Maxie's donor is BJ Ignoring Monica's objections, Tony insists on joining the surgical transplant team and being present as they prepare to remove BJ's heart. I'm glad to see that he just wanted to join it and not like lead it. Yeah. Yeah. He said he felt like he needed to be there, but it doesn't sound like he needed to like be the one. No, he wasn't. He just wanted to be in the room. Yeah. Tony tells Frisco the donor is BJ. Ruby consoles Bobby. Alan weeps with Lucy and explains the procedure. Luke learns of BJ and tells Laura. Monica does the transplant, which is successful, and Tony is with BJ after the operation. Tony returns to his waiting family and informs Maxie's parents that their daughter's new heart has begun beating. Was that when he put his head on her chest? Yeah. Okay, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Afterward, Tony icily orders his wife to never touch him again, sending a grieving Bobby into Damien's arms once more for a comforting embrace. Lucy angrily tells Damien their bet is over and to leave Bobby and Tony alone. Luke and Laura arrive at GH where Audrey brings them up to date on the recent events. Luke and Laura console Bobby. Laura comforts Tony. After they learn Maxie is holding her own, Frisco wants to take Felicia for a walk in the park to get some fresh air. Damien drives Lucy home and she threatens to withdraw her support of ELQ. Tony checks in on Maxie. Oh, that might be whenever he put that his might on have been. Because we know that Felicia, so she went to tell Bobby how sorry she was to hear about BJ, and then that's when she put together. So right. Lucy didn't tell her that BJ's heart was transplanted. Right, just about the accident. Just that, okay. Like, I knew, yeah. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <sighs> Frisco encourages Felicia to not feel guilty that BJ's tragic death was part of the process, which miraculously saved their daughter's life. Frisco and Felicia get closer. Tony goes home to check on Lucas and becomes enraged after Bobby enters the brownstone with Ruby. Lucy turns to Kevin for comfort. Tony and Bobby have a blowout and have a blowout fight and later have to tell Lucas about BJ's death. Tony advises his wife to pack her things and go, then refuses to listen when she tries to explain why she fell for Damien. I'm still confused why she fell for Damien because her right. and Tony were getting along. I'm not saying right. that like if you're in a bad place, that explains it. But right. it's even more confusing where she and Tony were fine. <sighs> and it's not like it was the time that she thought that he was having an affair and then he wasn't and then wound up having right. one. Yeah. <sighs> Ruby tries to intercede with Bobby and Tony. Kevin meets Frisco. Aw, is that the first time? He met Fr- yeah, yeah. it would have been the first time he met Frisco. Mac calls off his engagement to Felicia. Yeah. I can't believe that Mac broke up with Felicia right after her death. Like all that with Maxi, because he thought that he was doing the right thing, stepping out of the way. I know, but still. And then Tony throws Bobby out. After Tony bodily ejects her from the brownstone, Bobby retreats to Ruby's place to spend the night. In the morning, she sur- surveys the wreckage of her life and sadly wonders where to turn next. Tony tells Frisco how Bobby's flirtation with Damien grew into something neither one of them could handle. Alan and Monica learn that Tony threw Bobby out. Ruby plans. Pleased with Tony to not throw away his marriage, but he is too angry to listen to her. Bobby tells Damien that Tony threw her out. Alan tries to reason with Bobby about Damien, and Damien shows up at the brownstone. There, he antagonizes Tony even further by analyzing for the disbelieving doctor how his marriage went wrong. Bobby enters in time to hear her husband ordering Damien to vacate the premise or risk bodily harm. Frisco stops Tony from tearing Damien's head off. And then May 24th through 31st, Frisco pressures Tony to sit down and work things out with Bobby. Frisco tells him that he has to leave tonight or for another mission. Bobby shows up at Damien's hotel suite. Bobby tells him that she was shocked by Tony's behavior at the Brownstone. Really? (laughs) His daughter just died and he found out that he found his wife kissing another man. And she's surprised by his behavior. When that man shows up and tells him what he did wrong, which was nothing. Yep. Unless any of that was like missing from what I picked up. He's right. like, no, please don't go to Atlantic City with another man. Please don't right. go to dinner with another man. Right. <sighs> she wants to leave, but he asks her where she will go and he wants her to stay. 
Feeling lost and alone, Bobby surrenders to her passion, and she and Damien kiss. Felicia has come to say final goodbye to Frisco, and Frisco questions what went wrong with Mac. Nothing. Mac's just awesome. Exactly. Bobby gives in to Damien. Listening to Tony say he thinks he and Bobby are headed for divorce, Tiffany urges her old friend to keep his chin up and questions what he will do with Lucas. How about he just lost one child? Can we not question what's going to happen if you get divorced with the other one? Even though that's why she wound up ultimately, well, I don't know if she would have gotten custody of Lucas had she and Sean not been separated, but that was something that the judge mentioned. So that's probably where Tiffany's brain went was, well, if you guys separate, then I have a shot again. After they make love. Okay. That phrase is so thrown around. They did not make love. Nope. After they hook up. Right. Damien promises Bobby he will always be there for her. Mm -hmm. Monica tells Ned about BJ and Damien's role in destroying the Joneses' marriage. She presses him to see Damien for the man that he is. Because this is when Ned and Damien were friends. Yeah, we talked about that back when they're playing Catherine. Right. Lucy warns Damien to stay away from Bobby, but he learns that Bobby has slept with Damien. Felicia tells Tony she can never thank him enough for the generous gesture that saved her daughter's life. Sean reports to Mac that the driver of the car that ran BJ's school bus off the road was drunk and he will be charged with vehicular homicide. Laura is concerned about Tony. Bobby returns to the brownstone, telling Tony that he can't run her out of her own home. That's kind of what I was wondering, because like the brownstone's Bobby's. Yeah. Damien drops by Lucy's, telling her it is time to pay up. She agrees to settle up tomorrow night. Lucy goes to warn Bobby that Damien seduced her on a bet. Ugh. why tell her that now right come on lucy like lucy tells bobby to show up at her apartment tomorrow night if she wants the proof what proof does she have ew keep going rises okay huh oh i thought you were gonna say something no i said keep reading and then you'll know what proof she has oh mac rises at bj's memorial service to share with the other mourners his fondest memories of the little girl they had all come to know and love Tony has a montage of BJ's flashbacks to Reba's If I Had Only Known. Wasn't that the song that she wrote because her crew, her band died? I don't know. When Damien enters the chapel, an incest Luke and Tony, Luke, Tony, and Alan immediately spring up to turn the uninvited guest away. Following the service, Bobby invites everyone back to the house for a short reception. Later at the Brownstone, the Joneses' fam- friends shift uneasily from one side of the room to the other as Tony refuses to even make eye contact with his wife. Lucy tells Kevin how Damien finally won the bet and then promises him that she isn't about to lose gracefully. Bobby considers Lucy's offer to catch Damien. Lucy prepares for Damien. Kevin shows up worried about her. He fears she is about to do something regrettable. (laughs) Kevin goes to work on Damien. Lucy goes to work on Damien. Bobby tries to talk to Tony, but he wants nothing to do with her and wants to make a clean break bobby walks in on damien and lucy about to make love Mm-mm. okay so what was the but what was the evidence that she had about him and Bo- that, bobby that was the evidence was the fact that he wasn't true to bobby had hook up with everybody. oh i got you i got you after seeing damien in bed with lucy bobby dumps a bucket of ice all over them and storms out tiffany tells tony that lucas is bound to pick up on the anger between him and bobby bobby tells monica about damien and lucy's bet about sleeping with Damien and Lucy tells Damien that she has no intention of giving him any of her ELQ stock. 
June 1st through the 7th, Kevin wants to know from Lucy about her night with Damien and calls her out on rubbing Bobby's nose in her mistake. Lucy breaks down in tears. Tony calls Bobby irresponsible for leaving Lucas with the sitter so soon after BJ's death. Ellen breaks up their fight. Bobby tells Damien off when he shows up at the brownstone. Bobby comes to the queues to talk to Monica and ends up stealing a gun from Edward's locked display case. Justice returns home from to the ward house. Monica finds Bobby gone and the gun missing. She leaves a message for Luke. Monica tells Alan that she fears that Bobby has gone after Damien. Alan goes to search for Damien, hoping to get to him before Bobby. Bobby gains access to Damien's suite at the hotel. Damien blows off getting in touch with Alan. Luke learns from Monica that Bobby is on the loose with a gun. Damien returns to his hotel room to find Bobby waiting for him with the gun. Damien tries to convince Bobby that their whole relationship is not a lie and that killing him would destroy her life. She pegs him as a liar and is going to make him beg for his life just as Luke shows up. Luke takes the unloaded gun from Bobby just as Damien gets on his knees prepared to beg for his life. Bobby tells Luke about the bet. Bobby and Luke return the gun to the queues. Alan and Luke talk about why about what they are going to do about Damien. Luke goes to Lucy to talk to Damien Smith. Luke wants to know how Damien bought into ELQ. Luke quizzes Sonny about Damien's Frank connection. And Lucy tells Damien that Luke is out to get him. June 8th through the 14th, Bobby tells Tony about the bet, but he has no sympathy and they argue again. Tony tells Laura that despite Bobby's apologies, his heart is like stone right now. They talk about BJ. Bobby wants to know if there is any hope for her and Tony. June 15th through the 23rd, Monica checks on a very depressed Bobby after she misses the talent rehearsal for the nurse's ball. Monica drags Bobby out of her stupor and brings her to GH to help Lucy plan the ball. Lucy and Bobby argue and Bobby storms out in tears. Kevin scolds Lucy for attacking Bobby. The nurse's ball gets underway. Bobby is very uneasy around Damien. Lucy locks Alan, who is supposed to dance a tango with Bobby, in a closet. Lucy tries to set up Tony to dance with Bobby instead, but it backfires and Damien winds up dancing with her. Amy, who is Lucy's dresser, quits on her. Tony and Damien come to blows backstage during the chorus line number. The curtain goes up on a half-naked Lucy. So it's been since day one, or Nurse's Ball one. Right. She winds up naked at some point. Yep. June 24th through the 30th, Damien presses charges and Tony is arrested. He then invites Bobby back to his hotel suite. After hearing that Tony has been arrested, Lucy tries to stop Bobby. Damien takes Bobby back to his hotel room. She thanks him for the rescue during the tango. Ugh. Bobby wants Damien to convince her that her instincts about him are wrong. Lucy interrupts them. Lucy tells Bobby that Damien had Tony arrested and Bobby bails him out. With no change in the attitude, Bobby tells Tony she wants him out of the brownstone. Ned tells Damien that his tango with Bobby has again earned him the wrath of the ELQ board. Damien tells Ned about the bet. After seeing him at the grill, Damien antagonizes Tony. Tony tells him he is done fighting and that he can have Bobby. Lucy and Ned break up the war of words. Monica learns from Bobby that she threw Tony out. Bobby calls Damien wanting to see him why an upset bobby arrives at damien's suite 
If her marriage is over, she wants to make sure she can count on him. Realizing she wants a future with him, Damien thinks he and Bobby should take some time and reevaluate things. Isn't that freaking convenient? Tony tells Bobby he is not leaving the brownstone for Lucas's sake. So keeping track of the guys that Lucy and Bobby have shared. <laughs> oh! Jake, Tony, Scotty, Damien. Lucy did have Alan and it was suspected that Bobby was having an affair with. So they did not, but I still feel like that's like a half just because right. the rumor, the, Ugh. did they, they kissed? Did Bobby I and think, Alan Yeah, I think they, kiss? I think they kissed and that was it. And they realized how ridiculous it was for them to right. even consider yeah. that. So the intention was actually there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're grossing me out. Yep. I'm grossing myself out. It's okay. <laughs> July 1st through 8th, Damien gives Catherine a present on her wedding day to Ned and admits that he loves her. They make love. Uh. Love to the bride as she's going to marry someone else. Felicia is happy when Bobby and Tony bring Lucas to Maxie's party. Bobby and Tony explain to Lucas that Maxie has BJ's heart. After Lucy and Damien run into Bobby and Tony, Bobby has some harsh words for her. Yeah. July 11th through 15th, a very jealous Bobby is irate when she can't get a hold of Damien and thinks he's involved with Lucy. And I do believe like she was really getting very obsessive, you know, like mm-hmm. the unhealthy obsessive. Right. Monica presses her to let go of Damien. Bobby shows up at Damien's hotel suite, seeing that he got all of her messages and did not call. He tells her he did not, as he knows that she would want to reconcile that what she wants is to reconcile with Tony. Tony tells Bobby that he wants a legal separation. Bobby doesn't want to agree to something that is the beginning of the end for them. Tony tells Laura that she and Bobby are going to make their separation legal. They discuss being married to a Spencer. Bobby tells Ruby that she is getting the message from Damien loud and clear. He wants her to go back to Tony, but she is not sure what she wants. She wants Tony anymore. Bobby follows Damien and Lucy to the docks. Bobby sees Damien and Lucy share a kiss. Mm. Bobby, he does not want you. July 18th through 22nd. And meanwhile, he's actually in love with Catherine. Right. So it's not even that he wants Lucy. Exactly. He's playing around with both of you because the woman that he wants is marrying Ned, but she'll still sleep with him on her wedding day. Yeah, that's gross. That is gross. Did Catherine know that he was planning that? With Bobby? Yeah. So she was aware that the guy she loves was going yeah. to sleep with somebody else. That's gross. Ugh. Okay. There is no amount of money worth it. I don't care how much ELQ is worth. So July 18th through 22nd. By the way, it's mentioned that Kevin is a painter. That's when like Felicia learns that Kevin's a painter. Why don't we see him painting? And why yeah. is he not painting with Liz? Right. But back to our story. Lucy invites Damien to dinner and convinces him to drop the charges against Tony. An angry Bobby busts in on Lucy and Damien's dinner, railing him for ruining her life. She causes a scene when she throws everything off the table onto Damien's lap. Tiffany breaks up a horrible fight between Bobby and Tony. Lucy tells Damien that she hates herself when she is with him and takes off. Wasn't that she just said like the opposite with Marty? Yeah. Right. Like she she made a point yep. of saying uh, Tony breaks down with Tiffany. She tries to convince him that all his anger is useless. Tony analyzes his marriage, 
Bobby tracks down Damien at the grill and she wants him to just tell her that their entire relationship was a sham. Then the July 25th through 29th, Lucy tells Damien that he is no good for her. She tells him that she is interested in Kevin. Bobby arrives. I don't know where she arrives to and wants a lesson in lock picking. So I'm guessing she went to go see Luke. I would assume. Bobby breaks into Damien's room where she turns down the bed, leaves some red roses and scattered petals on the bed and sprays perfume in the air and sneaks out. Damien arrives home to the hotel and is confused by Bobby's little offering. Damien mistakenly thanks Lucy for the flowers he left that were left in his room. Right. Cause whenever you're pursuing three women, you don't know who it is. Yeah. <sighs> April 1st through the 5th. Catherine comes to the Outback for a lunch with Damien. They talk about the incinerator project Damien asks if she sent flowers to his room. Bobby comes for her lunch meeting with Tony. Tony gives her the separation papers unsigned. He asks if they should slow down or sign them and move on. Their meeting starts falling apart when Damien and Catherine walk in. Tony sees Bobby's expression and storms out. Bobby pays another secret visit to Damien's hotel suite with another bouquet of flowers. She finishes the scenery with champagne, negligee, etc., and a do not disturb sign. Later, Damien comes in and sees the setup. Damien tells Ned about his admirer, and he wants the locks changed on his hotel suite. Remember when he actually had keys for hotels instead of the BB cards? Yep. That's crazy. Um, Bobby whoop, invites the Spencers on a picnic and a trip down to the catacombs to go exploring. Luke, Bobby, Lucas, and Lucky go exploring in the catacombs, and Bobby learns how easy it is to get lost down there. After a day of catacomb exploring, Lucky, Luke, Bobby, and Lucas sit around chatting. Tony er overhears them talking about the catacombs and gets upset Bobby took Lucas down there. Damien phones Lucy and asks her to come to the grill. Damien tries to goad Lucy into reversing the bet where he'd choose someone for her to seduce. She resists, but then he throws deception into the pot. Again, she resists and says, no, good job, Lucy. Bobby sneaks into Damien's room and leaves another setup. Tony apologizes to Bobby for his earlier behavior. Damien returns to his room and sees the items Bobby left. He immediately calls the desk and demands to see Ned, who is unavailable. August 8th through the 12th, Laura winds up in the hospital after falling downstairs while pregnant and hemorrhaging. Tony comes back after checking on Laura. Laura is in and out, but she does recognize Tony. Later, Tony asks Bobby if she's been thinking of BJ. She has been. They talk about how Laura and the baby have stirred up so many emotions for them. He remembers how she delivered BJ and what a great kid she was. Bobby and Tony agreed to meet later for drinks at the Outback to talk. Damien is at the Outback when Bobby arrives. Well, shouldn't we learn to go drink somewhere else? Like every time we go to the Outback, Damien's there. Let's pick a different location. Right. right. He thanks her for the flowers and she tells him she does not know what he's talking about. Tony tells Bobby it was a good try, but he can't do it and walks out. August 15th through 19th, Bobby breaks into Damien's suite again and is almost caught by the guys installing the security cameras. After running into Lucy in the Port Charles Hotel lobby, Damien mentions the bet again and she tells him no way. Bobby throws a blanket over the camera, does her setup, and sneaks out of Damien's hotel suite. Tony tells Bobby that he wants to move on from... Tony. 
yeah, Tony tells Bobby he wants to move on from Damien, but every time he sees her, he questions whether she was just with him. Damien sees that the camera did not catch his admirer in the act. Lucy accepts Damien's bet to seduce Luke, and she would get deception back. She has three months when Luke gets back into town. Monica tells Bobby about her cancer. Monica asks Bobby to be in the surgery with her. Bobby tells Tony about Monica. Bobby and he agree to go through BJ's things together. Aww. Bobby would like to give some of her things to GH's AIDS pediatric ward and the ward house. They reminisce about BJ and their memories of her. Tony tells Bobby that she is the best possible mother for BJ and Bobby breaks down. August 22nd through 26th, Alan tells Bobby to go to Tony and fix their marriage at any cost. She says that she thinks it's too late for her and Tony, and all she can do now is make Damien pay. Later on, Alan talks with Tony about forgiveness. Bobby leaves Damien flowers. Damien comes in later and reads her note. The flowers contain the message, but can't find one. Then he goes to see Lila and asks her about the flowers. Lila looks in a book about the flowers and tells Damien what they mean. Luke runs into Bobby. Bobby is taking a don't get mad, get even approach with Damien. A plan, the plan is in the works. Lucy arrives at Damien's hotel and wants information about Luke from Damien after all she gave him the background on Bobby. Damien again watches the tape of Bobby leaving the message bouquet. He puts a message offering to arrange a meeting with this mystery lady on his pillow and leaves. When he returns, there is a note suggesting a meeting at 8 o'clock the next night at the entrance to the catacombs. And then August 29th through September 2nd, at GH, Allen suggests to Bobby that she and Tony attend the concert together. She hints that she's out for revenge, and Allen warns her to keep away from Damien. Bobby, in disguise, leads Damien to the entrance of the catacombs. In the catacombs, Bobby reveals herself to Damien. She cuts the power and leaves him there. Damien continues to fumble around in the catacombs, looking for a way out. Damien thinks he's found a way out of the catacombs, but he falls. Bobby gets word that the catacombs could be flooding. I'd leave him there. Water is rising on the hurt Damien. Bobby talks to Alan about her plan for Damien involving the catacombs, which are now flooding. He is amused, but they agree it's time to get Damien out and she should phone the police anonymous anonymously. Damien starts to hallucinate. Too bad. Luke learns from Sly that Lucky and Foster had to split. They decide he must have gone to hide in the catacombs. Luke and Sonny go to look for Lucky. Lucky finds the hurt Damien in the catacombs. Lucky heads out to call the police. Lucky is worried the police will take Foster, but Sonny offers to take him home with him. The police soon arrive and Damien is rescued. So I'm trying to find what were the flowers and I can't. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like they would not be roses if they're specifically, like they would have to be something unique. Right. So then September 5th through 8th, Alan treats Damien. He is numb with a broken back. Bobby learns that Damien is hurt. Bobby is horrified. Alan asks Bobby if she had any part in injuring Damon, and she assures him that she only stranded him. <laughs> Alan orders up a surgeon who happens to be Tony. Alan does not tell him the identity of the patient. Tony waits in the operating room and examining the x-rays. Tony sees who the patient is and shoots an angry look at Bobby. Tony does not want to do the surgery on Damon, but there is no time. Alan and Bobby talk Damien and Tony into having Tony do the surgery. So I guess Damien didn't want him doing the surgery either. 
I'm sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I slept with your wife. Will you please save my life? Yeah. No, thanks. They reluctantly agreed and complications, of course, arrived during, arised during the surgery. But he makes it through and Bobby thanks Tony. Alan tells Tony about Bobby's part in Damien getting hurt. Tony still sees Bobby as obsessed with Damien. He realizes that Bobby could be in serious trouble. Luke questions Bobby. She doesn't think Damien will come after her, but Luke reminds her that Damien's a snake. Lucy arrives and asks Luke what happened to Damien. She wonders if someone is after him besides the two of them. Lucy tells Tony tells Lucy that Damien could be paralyzed. Lucy and Catherine go a few rounds outside of Damien's room. Lucy questions why she's there. They snip at each other until Catherine notices Damien, Damien's head moving. Tiffany catches up with Alan to get the scoop. When she finds out Bobby could be implicated, she agrees to do the story from a public safety angle and keep Bobby out of the story. Tony accuses Bobby of still being obsessed with Damien and Damien demands to see Bobby. Ned get, gets word on Damien. Edward ponders what happens if Damien does not survive. Amy tries to toss Lucy and Catherine out of Damien's hospital room. I feel like Amy's tiny. Yeah, she is. But she but had they, a big mouth. Yes. Yes. So tossing them out more so with her voice, I would bet. Yes. But they stay in here. Damien accused Bobby of paralyzing him before Amy banishes them. Damien reads Bobby the riot act and she gives it right back saying that she is not sorry. He will more than likely be fine. If she needed, she can come up with an alibi. Catherine tries to comfort Damien and questions what he's doing, what he was doing in the catacombs. <laughs> Lucy questions where Bobby was the night that Damien was hurt. Then September 9th through 15th, Catherine visits Damien at GH. Damien is convinced he will never walk again. And Catherine tells him that nothing is definitive yet. Damien tells Catherine about Bobby being responsible. Tony warns Damien that he has no grounds to sue GH if he never walks again. We should be keeping some kind of a list of times this person was paralyzed. Who was, who's been paralyzed? Because Catherine later becomes paralyzed. Right. If only she had had Damien to, Damien to guide her through. Uh, September 23rd through 29th, after examining him, Tony tells Damien he can expect a full recovery with therapy. And September 30th through October 6th, BJ and Tony visit BJ's grave on her birthday. They reminisce. Back at the brownstone, Tony finds Lucy on the stoop with pansies for BJ's grave. She wanted to be with someone who understands. Lucy and Bobby share a moment. Tony and Bobby give BJ's clothes to the ward house. So sad. And then October 7th through the 13th, Bobby hopes that after they share their grief about BJ, she and Tony will see that there is still something between them. Bobby and Damien argue. Bobby plans a surprise birthday party for Ruby. She invites Tony, but he declines. October 13th, it is Bobby and Tony's anniversary. Tiffany would like to take Lucas to spend the day with her. Tiffany presses Bobby to make an effort with Tony. Tiffany and Lucas talk about how sad he is that his parents aren't together anymore. Mm. Bobby offers to make dinner with her and Tony, but he turns her down. October 21st through 27th, Bobby sees Kevin for a therapy session about understanding why she did what she did with Damien. Tony and Damien insult each other after Tony tells him he can't wait till Damien is released tomorrow from GH. Kevin overhears Lucy telling Bobby to keep her mitts off her man. Kevin tells her to stop trying to defend her territory all the time. He puts the brakes on when she tries to seduce him right in his office. 
Bobby tells Tony she is seeing Kevin professionally and asks how he feels about joint therapy. Tony tells Kevin that he wants to make an effort with therapy as he knows Bobby is doing the same. After the session, Kevin schedules a joint session with both he and Bobby. It's you. Oh, yep. November 4th through 10th, Bobby and Tony have their first joint therapy session with Kevin. They make a stop. They make a small step forward. Bobby takes responsibility for what happened and Tony agrees to stop blaming everything on her and Damien. They decide to schedule two sessions a week. That's dedicated. Yeah. Felicia accepts Tony's offer to go with her to Cairo and Bobby accuses Tony of leaving to avoid therapy. Felicia fears that she has caused trouble, but Tony is adamant that he wants to help. And it has something to do with Frisco. So it made sense that Tony was probably going. Right. Bobby tries to get Tony to reconsider to reconsider the trip, but he insists on going. Bobby tells Kevin about Tony taking off and blowing off their therapy. Felicia apologizes to Bobby for not asking her if the trip to Cairo was okay with her. Bobby insists that Felicia needs someone to go with her and it should be Tony. Tony tells Kevin that Bobby saying he is using the trip to avoid therapy has planted seeds of doubt in his brain. I feel like it should plant seeds of doubt in her brain, right? his. Tony admits that the whole process of therapy is uncomfortable for him. Okay. Yeah, it is for most people. Tony tells Bobby that he wants to go away, but he is not running away. He does not want to use this trip to give up on therapy. Then November 24th through December 1st, Bobby is relieved that Tony wants to start up again with therapy with Kevin and they have a 10th session. And then December 26th, 16th through 22nd, Bobby and Lucas are getting ready for Christmas. Tony and Bobby reminisce about BJ. They agree instead of focusing on the losses, they should concentrate on the memories. Tony comes in with balloons to be a present for BJ. Bobby and Lucas write a letter to BJ and let the balloons go. And then December 29th, Alan and Bobby talk about their marriages and the new year. It has not exactly been a stellar year for either of them. After a quiet evening with Bobby, Tony wants to be able to wipe the slate clean, but he doesn't know how. I really like how these episodes are ending on like it's a new years near you new year new you cliffhangers not cliff notes sorry but yeah so i mean that's i guess i didn't realize that all the stuff with damien was really 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 going on when bj died right hmm damien was always such a jerk bobby has had really really difficult years you know it's well i feel bad for her obviously with the BJ stuff, but the Damien stuff, she walked herself right into that. Like, everyone told her, don't do it. Including right. her husband that was like, please don't mess up our marriage. Right, exactly. And, I don't know. I'm curious. I guess if we had watched it, we might have seen, like, a different perspective on how exactly did that progress and happen. Because she was adamant that it was not going to happen. Damien was just a smooth talker. I do remember, I mean, obviously not like 100% because it was years and years ago, but I do remember like he just knew how to play her and Tony was being a typical husband. I mean, it started like all affairs start like you just like the attention and nothing's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And then your partner continues being just your boring old partner or a jerk because you forgot to take out the, the uh, garbage or something. And the other person's like... I would never treat you like that. I am just obsessed with you or whatever word he used. Oh, I forgot um, what he said. Infatuated? Infatuated. There you go. Yeah. I'm just infatuated with you. And so then you're like, okay, oops. But she had so many people warning her. Like, 
Right. Stay out of the situation. Including her husband. Exactly. It's not even yeah, like a little bit different. <laughs> right. It's a little bit, you know, my ex never announced to me that he was going to dinner with his girlfriend before he went. So. Right. right. Exactly. No, I never had the chance to be like, yeah, pl- please don't do that. <laughs> right. It's Well, I feel like the please don't do that is part of the vows. Right. Right. I shouldn't have to say it. So it's kind of a given. Right. Yeah, so that was 1994 for Bobby. Let me see if we have a quick. Oh, yeah, we should do that too. Be like, oh, and here's what next week is because we already knew that this week was going to be. Yes. This basically 1995 looks like it starts off with all that Allen stuff that I had been referencing earlier with them being seen as possibly having something going on. So I don't know. All right. Yeah. All right, so join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier54Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.